check, check. Mic check. Sixty show presented by Maxis Tires, 100% goggles, decal works, get data, and vertex on FlipMX.com. Taking your calls and looking ahead to the races with your host Steve Mathis. Yeah, welcome everybody. Fly Racing Moto Sixty show is live. Thanks for uh, listening, man. Appreciate it. Very special uh, guest today on the show, too. we got a live in-studio guest for this hour. That's pretty cool, right? Jason Thomas is coming in as well. Uh, Fly Race and Moto 60. We are giving away a Formula CP helmet today, so that's a really good deal. Set of 100% goggles, of course. Fly Racing, man, whether it's uh, RJ Hampshire, whether it's um, uh, Justin Brayton, whether it's Max Hansty, Dean Wilson. Fly Racing, man, check it out at your local dealer, motorsport.com. Uh, they have off-road gear. They have uh, the Evo gear with the BOA. Uh, closure system the light gear has it as well that le stuff that just came out uh stealth light stuff looks really good and anstey podiumed with it so good job for that they've got you covered head to toe fly racing and flyracing.com thank you to get 100 plum creek funding vertex pistons maxis tires decal works as well maxis tires man uh a ray using maxis tires and supercross he'll be out for a little bit here but He's been using them, and uh, light, light truck tires, trailer tires, and mountain bike tires. Maxis.com. I love the uh, Minions out here in Vegas for mountain bike tires, but whether it, whatever it is, Maxis Tires will have you covered. They do a great job uh, really making tires for a lot of things. So we thank those guys. They support the show as well. So thanks to Maxis Tires. And again, we're giving away a Formula CP helmet, 100% goggles, of course, and, uh, and much, uh, much love to you guys who listen to this and call in at 702-586-7857. Taking your calls over there, holding things down in the corner. He's uh, he's back in again. It's always surprising when he comes in because you just feel like he's on the verge of quitting. You just never know. At any moment. The Tits Ledger Tits, what's up? You push me, and I might. Okay. All right. Yeah, so enough. be careful. That's, that sounds like a yep. John Rambo type of warning. <laughs> uh, thanks, Tits, for coming in. Yes, my pleasure. And uh, also in studio here, uh, he's in town for a AIM motorcycle show, and so I made him come by the studio to do this show with me. We're going to do the fantasy show as well. Uh, you know him from uh, Pulp MX Fantasy. He's coming to Pulp MX show a few times, working for Renthal. Paul Parabinos, what's up, Paul? What's up, you? Steve? Thanks Tits. for coming in. How we doing, boys? We're good. Thanks for coming yeah, in. buddy. Happy, what day is it? Thursday? Thursday? Thursday. Yeah. we got the fantasy show after this. Yep, I'm ready, excited for ready it. for that, too? Yep. All right. Yep. Uh, so we are uh, hitting up round two. Yeah. Oakland? I'm excited. Yeah. Round two in February. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so lots to get into when it comes to Oakland and, and all of that. Uh, let's get our guest on the line. He's, uh, he's from flyracing.com. Uh, he, his, his friendship with Paul Parabinos goes approximately back to 2001 or maybe 1995. I don't even know. Uh, Jason Thomas, what's up, JT? How much? What's happening? Formula CP helmet today giveaway on the show. Wow. Did you... Yeah, we need to do the speeder specifically. Oh, okay. Um, but, yep, yep. Okay. Uh, that's been a 
big uh, surprise for us as far as volume and success. Um, but, I mean, it's the newest installment to the formula. So um, mm. $250 retail. And, uh, yeah, it's been great to be able to offer that technology and bring the price down a little bit. Do your bosses know you're doing this? Or is this one of those commercials where it's like, the bosses are away and I've lost my mind? I'd really rather not uh, shine light on it. If okay. We could, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> Speeder, is that the graphic, JT? Speeder. Yeah. It is, yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, Fly Racing, uh, please check them out. Again, motorsport.com at your local dealer. So please, uh, uh, thanks to those guys for coming on board the show. Okay, let's get into this. Uh, JT, you are back as pit reporter this weekend? I am. And Weege's on the floor? Weege's Lurch 2.0. Yeah. No, no endorsing fantasy or Oakley goggles, please. <laughs> I don't make the rules. Call. <laughs> um, the, uh, and Brayton's in the Race Day Live, I believe, too. So this is, yeah. It yeah. feels like a home. It feels almost quite yeah. local. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and JT, I look forward to you. Uh, we've known over the years your love of Oakland, your love of the Coliseum, your love of this race in general. So I look forward to the excitement in your voice as pit reporter. Um, I'm good. I, uh, I mean, it's hard to think. It's hard for anyone to say that Oakland is uh, in its best condition. You know, historically, like it's, uh, it's a rough area, man. Like I, I don't know how else to tell you. You know, I do like the Bay Area. I just. Oakland specifically, um, I, I probably wouldn't visit outside of Supercross. But uh, once you're inside the race, you know, and the, the lights go on and everything, it's, it's just like any other race. It really is. So Good um, dirt. They got good dirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's okay. It's oh, all right. It's, I, I always thought it's pretty good dirt. It's all right. It's a little slippery. Um, if it's wetter, it's better. Yes. But if it's hard, it's harder. It's uh, a little bit slippery. And I'm we, good with that. Overall, I... Okay. You get to the hotel, you do your thing. I wouldn't advise venturing out too much, um, but the race itself is fine. I am staying downtown Oakland. Really? Oh, yeah. I remember it always being hard to find places to eat in Oakland, like uh, just dinner. Yeah. Um, so let's see how much JT sold out, Paul. Okay. JT, is this round two this weekend? <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Absolutely. Absolutely. This is he says. A round so two weird. redo. I got, I got email. So round two redo. Okay. All right. Round two, everybody. I can't wait to be on to Dallas. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, look, uh, let's talk about this. So, Cooper Webb, I mean, he just did a Cooper Webb thing in uh, Tampa. Great ride. That's exactly how he won those two championships, what he did, right? And in Houston, he got fifth. And he kind of just rode around. He mentioned that the track wasn't for him. He wasn't comfy. Well, guess who just rode around in Tampa and the track wasn't good and the track wasn't comfy? Uh, good, good for him was Eli Tomac. So I made mention on the Pulp Show that I thought Tampa was huge for Webb, not for winning but just being more competitive and being in the mix, and he certainly answered that. So, JT, I'll start with you. Like, is Tomek in the same position here, like where Oakland, he doesn't need to win, but we need to see, you know, him back to being, you know, the dude this weekend? Like, the points are tight now. Um, so how important is Oakland for Eli Tomek? Yeah, I, I think it is. Um, the mental battle is raging right now, and uh, it's not something you can see. It's, it's more for us to talk about, and it's, it's definitely something that those guys feel, though. Uh, I, I think all of them have – their own plight and things that they're concerned with, um, you know, quickly. Obviously, you mentioned Tomac and that he has been just unbelievably great for a year and a half now. 
And last week was like the first time in a long time that I've just seen him just off. Like he just wasn't fast enough really during any point of the day or night. And that has not been a thing for Eli in a while. Um, So I think it's important for him to rebound mentally and send a message that, yeah, it's fine, whatever, I had a bad weekend, but I'm still here. You know, a la Houston after A2, the crash. You know, I think he needs that kind of bounce back. Uh, Um, Chase Sexton, he has his own mental battle, right? He's got this late race thing that's been going on for a very long time. And uh, so, sorry, I would jump back in. I don't know how deep you want to go in all this, but I think all of these guys have mental battles that they're going to be facing in Oakland, and – some of them are looking to continue the, the progress they made, and some others are looking to kind of reaffirm themselves. Three wins for Tomac, almost double the amount of laps led this year. Uh, three wins to one for everybody else. Paul, where are you at? Do you think he can – like, it's four points from first to third right now, right? It's huge. Um, I think this one's big. You agree? It, it absolutely big. It absolutely is big because the points are so tight, and Eli had such a good start to the season, right? He's won three races already, and he only has a – two, three-point lead, that's pretty gnarly, especially for him this early in the year to have that much success and only have that little bit of a points lead. Um, so I think JT's right about the mental battle. I mean, that's like, you know, we have greats and start devices and start maps. There's not a lot of things you can do on the track, but the mental battle is, like, wide open. You can play little games. You can do little things on social media. You can play, you know, we're all watching what these guys are posting, but they're posting things, I think, a lot of times to give themselves a mental edge or play a game or yeah. something. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think Eli needs to get back on track. Um, JT kind of answered a question I had was, was he bad all day? Um, so maybe he had something happen during the week, and I think that's a question that I have that we need I, to get answered this weekend. I don't think he did. I, I did. I sent some feelers out. Okay, it, okay. From what I hear, bike set up on the hard dirt had him feeling not comfortable. So we just so. need to expect him to rebound this weekend. Yeah. If it's hard dirt again, right. which like you just said or JT just said it could be, it, um, hopefully they get the balance right this time, right? Like that's usually the the only excuse we've gotten out of Eli is we didn't have the balance right and yeah. we got we got right. arm pumped. Well, it's round two, so you know. That's, that's true. That's true. So we um, gotta shake out the bike still. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's big, but so Paul, would it surprise you though? Like, and it wouldn't me. Well, maybe a little bit, but. If Webb just starts, like, if this is what he needs, if this was the spark, he needs to go on another sort of title run here. Like, I would not be surprised. I, I don't think it's going to happen, but I wouldn't be surprised. Well, I don't, I don't think it's if he needed it. I think it, that's what he needed, and he got it. Like, I think he's here to stay. Like, I don't know if he wins this weekend, but he is firmly in the title hunt until Salt Lake City, and I, could, I would put money on it because of what happened at Tampa. That was the biggest mental like thing he had to last get over and that was vintage Cooper Webb. Um I, I think that people were pretty hard on Sexton and continue to be. I mean I thought Ricky and James were pretty hard on Sexton during that race, like yep. watching him make that mistake. And he made a mistake that Cooper made two laps earlier and he just happened to go down. Um I think the way or I'm sorry, the way Chase is dealing with everything after the race, his demeanor after the race, all the interviews yeah. he's doing, he's, JT has spoke about it. Yeah. I, I think that is proof he's not affected by this mentally. I, I, yeah. I think he's fully past it. When he got second and second and second and second outdoors and just kept on getting, getting it fed to him and watched his points lead disintegrate, he was cool through all that. I think that was the learning yeah. point there. So I f- still feel like, dude, we're only five rounds in. Chase is going to be here in this thing. Like, I don't think he's mental case. I don't think those no. mistakes. I, I honestly, I feel like it's more of a coincidence. I'm, I'm not with those guys either. I didn't obviously uh, race on their level at all, but I'm not with those guys either. Where they're like, "Oh, I got him. He's going to mentally break." I, I don't. I'm but, not there yet. I think I feel like these mistakes yeah. have been a coincidence, and Chase could win this weekend and shut everybody up. Well, JT. So speaking about Sexton, like, 
if he gets, he's got to win. It's a triple crown, though, so it's a little different than just beating these dudes for 20 minutes. But, like, the speed and the style and the fitness, like, if he gets one this weekend, this could be just a, a flashpoint where he goes on a run. He can do it. He could. He could for sure. But I, I think the way the field is set up right now, it's going to be really tough. Um, I hope and I think we have a chance for this to go multiple ways down the stretch. Yeah. Um, I was worried that Tomac was going to separate himself and then Sexton arrived, and I don't think he's going anywhere. And now we have the resurgence of Cooper Webb going into – after this weekend, we go into an East Coast swing, which is I think is going to be very kind to him for, from what I've seen and, and the things that he does well and the way that bike works. So I don't know, man. Uh, you know, the, the wild card on top of all that is Jason Anderson, who seems to be coming on, and, and Oakland is very kind to Jason Anderson over the years. Mm-hmm. So I don't think we're going to get some sort of somebody flips the switch and runs away. Um, I think we're going to get a lot of parity down the stretch, and it's going to be a great series. Why do you think Anderson's coming on? I mean, we just literally saw him make another self-inflicted mistake. Where, where are you? He's just riding, um, watching the heat races. Um, you know, he's been – the podium more than not the last few weeks, and okay. uh, I, I think he's going to maybe break out. Oh, is that enough to make up the points he's played early in the season? Yeah. I don't know. I just think he's going to make things interesting versus it being the other guys the rest of the way. See, I think I look at the group and I'm like, he's the guy that's not going to get a win that we had penciled in. Yeah, like, We penciled in for wins. We all did. And now I look at the way season's going and the frustration level and Cowie's frustration level. Now he's on probation. And I'm like, this is a guy that could not get a win. Well, yeah. oh, he's definitely getting a win. I, 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 I'm with JT. I think. Yeah. I, I, I think we're starting to see those first three are breaking their breaking away and establishing. But I think Anderson's going to go with them. I, I really yeah. do. I think he's going to get into this thing. We're still Steri's still really young. Probation might actually be a good thing for him. <laughs> Honestly, okay. yeah, it might. Yeah, Maybe yeah. it's going to be that one thing that helps him think a little bit longer on these decisions that he's kind of snap called on on the racetrack a couple times, and it honestly could be a good thing going from here. So I, I think I'm more with JT. Jason's won here in the past. I thought his Oakland wind that year on the Husky was maybe one of his most impressive rides ever. That was a barn burn of a race that night. And, um, yeah, I, I do think that Jason can get into this thing. I think it's going to be those four. Those yeah. are our winners. Yeah. I don't think anybody else wins a race besides those four. Uh, JT, <clears throat> weather and track. Track looks busy. Two sets of whoops, uh, and weather's supposed to be good. Yeah, the track is um, – man, I, I – so I think they must have changed the track map because I, I wrote an article leading up to Oakland, then they postponed it. So I'm like, oh, sweet, I've already got this done. I'll just come back to it. And then I went back and looked at the track map, and I'm like, oh, this doesn't look the same at all. So when I look at the track map now, it's pretty basic. Um, when the weather was involved, I thought it would be trickier, but it's, it's really straightforward. Uh, there are a bunch of rhythm sections, but there's not a ton of creativity to them. You know, the whoops will be, uh, you know, big part of the story. How do they build them? Are they big? Do they break down? Oakland's usually deteriorate pretty significantly by the time the main event rolls around, which, you know, could be music to Cooper's ears, but there's also two sets. So, um, yeah, I don't I, – I think it's kind of a middle-of-the-road track. Um, I think the conditions and the dirt and the degradation of the main event will be uh, probably the most important part. I want to thank the folks at Decal Works, of course. Decal Works' mission is to cater to those who love to ride. From beginners to vets, race teams, project builds, magazine tests, they uphold the true definition of quality, service, and knowledge. DecalMX.com. Promo code PulpMX23 to get 20% off your custom graphics. You ever use DecalWorks? I haven't Dude. much, really. Sure. No. They're great. DecalWorks, number one for many reasons. <clears throat> use the code and save Ron and the guys there doing great things. 
All right, let's get into uh, the phone calls, shall we? We got a, a lot of people. The lines are full, 702-586-7857, but let's empty them. Shad, what's up, man? How are you? Great. How are you guys? Good. What's your question? Great. Yeah, so this is a three-part question for all of you. Okay. Uh, Steve, uh, Cooper out, Dylan in, uh, JT, uh, was it the East Coast dirt and the setup, or was it Eli sick? And then Paul uh, Moss, the over-under for PC, does it call him up or not? Uh, I'll start. Um, yeah, uh, Dylan's out for this weekend, but I didn't hear that Cooper's in, and I assumed that he would be in. I thought, but it's Thursday, so maybe the PR is out today. Um, I'm not sure, to be honest. Yeah. I think Cooper was on the entry list. That's the most I can give okay. you. Okay. All right. Um, all right. And JT, Tomac? Yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's a weird deal. I don't, I don't think there's anything to point to, like, one thing. And I would, I would bet you that he can't point to one thing either. It just was kind of an off day. And those happen. Uh, Cooper Webb had one at Houston. So it, it's hard to go through a 17-race series and not have a day where things just mm-hmm. don't go your way. And for Moss, he's got a ride, Chad. He's on Bar X. Yeah, but they also called another guy from Bar X, and then he wrecked out again, right? Oh, he's talking about Mumford being hurt, I guess. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. okay. So Mumford is out for this weekend. Uh, he hurt himself again. Uh, but then, Jake Moss will be PC. riding for Bar X for this weekend, right? Yeah. Moss so it'll in. just be yeah. McAdoo on PC. Yeah. So just McAdoo, man. Huh. Uh, all right. I was just hoping. Moss would get called up for PC now. No, I don't think so. Yeah. All right. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, how uh, Moss should do pretty good, right? Dude, he looked pretty good in. in He's not Aussie bad. Stuff. I mean, yeah. I think um, we can. We'll talk about it later. But I think we put him at like a ten handicap. I want to say. Oh, that's that's ridiculous. This handicap committee. You screw, think? Screwed up again. Dylan All Schwartz right. is a ten. Uh, Paul's on three. Paul, what's up, man? Hey guys, how's it going? Good. Good, cool. Uh, sorry, uh, JT, loving what you're doing with the whole outdoors and what you're doing this year, too. You're fucking killing it, and we appreciate Thanks, it. Man. I want – yeah, of course. Um, can we bring back for Weed Speed on the Floor this week? Can we give him a word of the day? Oh, that's a great idea. Can we please give him, like, something, like, for the bike? <sighs> yeah. Something like that? But tough. It's his it. first weekend, though. It. Got, it, can't be, it can't be anything that's going to get me in trouble because I'm, I'm no, fairly no, into this thing. Not. But I'm into it. Um, okay, yeah. but also though, uh, it's always it's hard to um, hear the live announcer a lot of times, right? Like, so mm-hmm. we may miss the word of the day. Oh, I thought it was for me. Is it for mm-hmm. Weege or for me? No, it's for Weege. He mentioned. Oh, it for I, don't for I was going to do it for me. I think it'd be funny in the stadium. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Vertical blinds. Yeah. Um, <laughs> vertical blinds. Yeah. Okay, we can do that. Okay. Let's do that. Yeah. All right. We cool. just. I'll we be just... in Oakland. I can't wait to hear it. All right. Thanks, man. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, hey, uh, Tits, see if you can get Weege on the phone with an empty line. We can ask him if he can do this. Will do. All right, just real mm-hmm. quick. Just tell him it's going to be really quick. Uh, Lucio is on four. It's a Dean Wilson question, so we'll th- throw it right to Paul Parabinos. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, what's up, Lucio? Uh, it's not about Dean, but it's about fantasy, and I know you guys haven't done the pod yet, but I'm um, talking with a friend that I'm in with the league, and we're trying to decide between Pierce Brown or Max Volin. And should we pick either or, or should we pick both? I know they're both tend to crashes, and Maximus, yes, is a hometown race. So uh-huh. you know you got to pick him, but we're just very undecided. And then my last question is, um, going to Oakland, and is there any cool live events that are going on in the pits this weekend? Well, Fly Racing Pit Show, JT, we're on, right? Yep, probably the, I'm going to say, 
3 o'clock-ish. Uh, I, I need to double-check the schedule, but we're on an early schedule this week. So yeah. um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess 3 o'clock. Okay. And then fantasy stuff? Pick them both. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, guys. All right. Cool. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, real quick, uh, Jason Wygant, welcome to the show. Uh, Paul Perbinos and, and JT's on the line. We had a caller request that a uh, word of the day, phrase of the day, gets <laughs> slipped into your live announcing. Yes, oh, okay. in Oakland, and Paul suggested mm-hmm. vertical blinds. Um, is that an innuendo urban dictionary slang term that I'm not aware of? No. No, I just simply was looking at um, the blinds and the high ceilings up here. As long as that can be trusted, that it is not a fireable offense. <laughs> I do not like believe that. it is. I feel like I'm pretty down with the words on the street, but let's Google just in case. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I might, I might go to the urban dictionary, but if it, if it passes the sniff test, I'm in. Vertical blinds. Vertical blinds. Okay. Oh, it's easy. All right. Wow, I thought it would be difficult. He said, no, it's easy. No, we just, <laughs> we just professional. Very agreeable. Yeah. Uh, all right, Weech. Thanks, buddy. Vertical. That's yeah, that's it. All right. Enjoy the bench racing. Thank you. See you guys. Vertical blinds, everybody. Look for it in Oakland Coliseum. O.co Coliseum. Uh, uh, we'll, uh, we'll check on that. All right. Uh, David's on five. Vertical blinds, a phrase for how to ingest cocaine. No, it's not. I'm joking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, David, what's up, man? Hey, how's it going? What's your question? Well, you're breaking up. Uh, you're breaking up. Sorry, David. Can't hear you. Uh, lots to talk about today here on the Fly Race and Moto 60 Show. The folks at Get, dude, they are doing the ECUs on the 250 team at Honda there with Hunter and Jet, who, by the way, are winning everything right now. They have the data loggers and the RPM dashboards on Sexton's bike as well and Colt Nichols. Please check out Get. And uh, uh, really appreciate those guys for coming on board. Two-stroke and four-stroke ECUs. Athena Company as well has a lot of cylinder kits and things like that. And if you email us using the contact form at pulpmix.com, we'll pass it on. And uh, you can get some git from those guys. So thanks to, uh, thanks to those guys for coming on board. Alex is on four. Alex, uh, what's your idea for the Triple Crowns? I have the uh, idea for Triple Crown is if they get uh, extra points for consistency, like the top five, like uh, if you go 1-1-1, one, 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 you get five extra points, 2-2-2, two, 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 you get extra four extra points. No, it's, that's ridiculous. Regardless. That's ridiculous. But, but, it's not, but it's not ridiculous, I think, to give the guys who win a Triple Crown some extra points, Paul? I, two, three points? Yeah, if you get, if you an get overall, a race win or you something. Get a race get, a, get an extra point if you get a race win or something. Yeah. Okay. JT, are you down with that? For... JT, you down with that? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I'm good with it. Okay. All right. Thanks for the call, man. And the 250 No, I don't like your net. You know, your ideas are dumb. We're, we're moving on. Uh, Joe, what's on, man? What's happening? I just look. I just the ideas yep. come in flying left and right. We're we're on a we're on a time schedule here. Yep. Joe, what's up, man? Okay. Three hot takes, real quick. JT's doing a fabulous job. So, uh, major take. props Thank to you. him. And uh, everybody calm down on Webb, all right? This, this okay. is one wind, and um, it was given to him. Uh, he rode hard, but, you know, calm down a little bit on him. E- oh. Eli's going to win the series. He's going to win the championship. And third take, sand. I love the sand. Maybe <laughs> not at every round, but got to have sand. It's awesome. All right. I, I like all those takes. I like sand. I know riders and teams hate it. Um, but I like it, especially Tampa. I thought that was awesome. Um, I, I mean, to, look, Tomac, I think, is still the favorite to win the championship, and I think he will in my mind. But 
don't know. Webb's, Webb's a champion, man, for a reason, you know? So that's all, Joe. I, that's all thing I would say is that. But um, you want the helmet from Formula Formula CP helmet, or you want 100% goggles, Joe, for those takes? Oh, God, I'll take the helmet. I need one. Oh, <laughs> oh my fantastic. God, awesome. All right. Good to awesome. hear. Stay on hold, all right? Thank you. Thank you. Uh, you come in hot like that. He's stoked, yeah. I mean, and, he, and he complimented JT. So You're right. That was a lukewarm talk. That was JT's the hottest take of all. <laughs> it, was, it really was. <laughs> Amanda's on three. Amanda, what's going on? Hey, guys. So I was listening to Daniel Blair's Deep Dive podcast last night, and he was told from somebody else in the industry that Tomac had the flu. Okay. Have you guys heard anything about that? No. The, person I, the people I talked to never mentioned it at all, and I talked to two people who would know. I would think they would tell the media if he was sick. But, but you know, maybe Daniel's got a yeah, better, uh, better source, you know? So, um, I mean, that would make sense, but the, can you get fifth of the flu? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay. You can win with the flu, too, You can though. win with the flu. Absolutely. Yeah, true. Uh, all right, Amanda, thanks for, the, thanks for the effort. Thank you. Thanks, thanks guys. Thanks for the info, I should say. I mean, trust in Blair, but, you know, hey. Uh, <laughs> Jason Thomas online from Fly Racing. Fantasy pod coming up shortly, by the way, after this. Uh, David's on four. David, what's up, man? Hey, sorry about that earlier. Yeah. Um, I got a two-part question about uh, Myrtle. I was listening to the Pulp Show the other night, and uh, could you explain? So does does an agent like that, does he get a percentage of, the like, the deals that he creates or their total winnings for the year? And second of all, could you touch real quickly on what those insurance policies are that you guys talk about, how those work? The uh, the agents got different deals all the time. I've heard of agents that get just a flat, you know, 6% of contracts. Yeah. I've heard of agents that get uh, 5% and then win bonuses as well, just like, you know, from the clients, uh, a percent okay. of win bonuses. So I feel like, JT, the, the uh, there is no standard – move for agents like i think anderson's guy here kenny adams that i know pretty well i think he, he just gets a flat low amount and that's part of the reason why jason went with him so jt it's all over the map i think with those deals yeah you're right um it's all negotiable and uh some guys have a higher fee like if they bring a deal unsolicited that they're going to get a higher fee on that but if it's something like you know myrtle signing jet to honda it's going to be a lower number because that deal is going to happen either way kind of thing. So, yeah, it's everything under the sun. There's there's no uh, hard and fast rule. Yeah, I've, actually, that's a great point, JT. I've heard one agent out there doesn't get anything from the existing sponsors that the rider had before they linked up, like no redos of the deals or anything, but anything new they get a percent of. So, yeah, like like you said, JT, it's, it's all over the place, right? Um, and then as far as the insurance policies, it's a Lloyds of London – uh, deal and there's a broker here uh, in the industry that uh, does it, and basically they, you know, they do risk assessment on a rider's championship uh, odds. And so, like Jet, you would be uninsurable. But basically, what right. you do is you buy a policy. You can buy championship only. You can buy individual race ones. You can buy top three, top five, depending on who it is. And they look at the rider and they give you odds on what they're going to do. It's legalized gambling. Is basically what it is. And um, oh wow. So you, you, you pay into a policy, it's usually 20, 30 grand, and then you have to meet a certain amount of, uh, it's called excess, before you start collecting. So they say, look, he's expected to do this much. Do you agree? And if you do, then you, any, you get anything above that amount. I looked into a policy okay. for the for yep. the Team USA boys for Motocross of Nations yeah. this year. Okay. But like, like Lucas said on the, on the podcast, I listened to that interview. 
They've all kind of just gone to shit. We need a new broker. Maybe yeah. Pulp, can you, can I, be, the, I'm can working you be the house? On, no, I'm working on one. I'm not going to be, be the house. No, JT can, for sure. I cannot be what? the house, but I'm working on that. We uh, need a new outlet to yeah. to run insurance Listen, um, stuff. You can be the house. With those ceilings, you can be the house. Oh, <laughs> fuck, I walked right into that one, didn't I? I really you did. did. You uh, did. <laughs> thanks, David. Appreciate that. Thank you, man. Okay. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Tom's on three about the fantasy pod. What's up, Tom? Hey, guys. Question for you. Are you going to have the 70s do song today? Not today, no. But he will be on at some point. He will make a special appearance. He might be my favorite theme of the season thus far. <laughs> uh, he's not quite as cocky after his 160 uh, this weekend oh. or whatever. Game yeah. will do it to you. Yeah. <laughs> it'll it'll yeah, humble hear, you real quick. I didn't hear much from the seven deuce deuce. <laughs> Did he uh, have six in the main like I us? I don't know. Yeah, it wasn't great. So, um, no, we're going to get him on uh, at some point. I promise you uh, that, Tom. Cool. Thanks, right. guys. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Uh, all right, we got the JT on for a little, couple more minutes here on the uh, Fly Race and Moto 60 show. A lot of phone calls. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. Um, so we had Aaron Pleasanger on the show last week, or not mon- two Mondays ago. I said, congratulations, you're the fastest guy without a podium. Now he's got one. Now he's got one. Yep. And it was a really good job. Who's the fastest guy now without a podium? Is it AC? Um, is it... Uh, is it? I the- think it's Justin Cooper. Yeah? Okay. Two-sevenths? Yeah. Is it not? I don't know. I'm uh, no, it's probably Ferrandis. Okay. It's probably Ferrandis. Forget about him. JT? <clears throat> fastest or best? Because I think the fastest is AC. Yeah, I agree with best that. racer is probably Ferrandis, yep. Okay. Yeah, and I think Adam can – Is it? I, Adam just needs to go to all 17. If he does, yeah. I bet you he gets a podium. I hope so. Yeah, that'd be <laughs> sweet. By the way, uh, did, you, did you catch up with Dean Wilson on the Justin Hill – Incident. No, I didn't at all. Turn. But what's funny is, is I spoke to him about Justin Hill multiple weeks earlier, and I said, I said, hey, it looks like Hill makes contact every time he passes people. And he's like, no, we're good. He's like, he just did that with Craig. I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> so I haven't spoke to him since then. <laughs> I mean, honestly, if if if, if you had just given Dino the choice to move over and I give Hill the thirteenth, yeah. he would have done that. I didn't see yeah. it. I haven't talked to him about it. Okay. I've been busy this week, obviously. So all right. Uh, Matthew's on one. Matthew, what's up, man? Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, so my question is regarding retirement and why a lot of these riders are choosing to stay longer in their class classes. And then who do you guys, like, contribute that to? Because I feel like back in the day, a lot more riders were kind of out by, you know, the 2730 range years yeah and now we see it we see a lot more riders sticking around you know we have wilson brayton we have reed um mooskin and then you know we could look at even you know potential candidates like uh rj we could look at cooper we could look at niggles who you know are barely beginning or if not haven't even began their 450 careers and, you know, what, what can we really contribute this new migration of staying in the sport longer to? Yeah, it's funny. Like, first of all, Sexton's like the only guy that's not a dad in the top ten. That's mm-hmm. This is nutty. Uh, and then all the people that yelled that Alden Baker's ruining riders' careers, they're silent now mm-hmm. because we did see Villapoto and Dunge retire early, but we haven't seen anybody since then. And, yeah, Tomac, Anderson, Marv, they're old. Webb, what's Webb now, 27? I don't know. Probably-ish, yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah, he's up there. Uh, what do you think, JT? Why do we see these guys uh, going longer? Well, you know, the guys like Dungy and Ricky and those guys, I think they had so much money, you know, Bill Poto, they could just leave, right? They, did, they won a ton. They won titles. They won races. They have millions of dollars. They don't need to race anymore. And I think the pressure was just 
they didn't want to deal with the pressure anymore, honestly, what it came down to. The other guys, it's different, right? We're talking about Brayton and Dino, and, and that's a different tier of guys that I think they're trying to continue to make money, and they don't have the pressure of winning like those other guys did. So to me it's two kind of different conversations because we did have guys like Barry and Reed, and we did have guys that hung around in that same group. Like they Morocco. wanted to make yep. the money and hang around. you know. So it's to me it's two different conversations. Yeah. What do you yeah, think, Paul? I think it's a lot of things. I think it's a, it, it has to do with talent coming from the bottom, pushing guys out of the top. I think the change to the 250 Supercross rule allowed people to stay in that class longer. I think that killed a lot of the long-term big amateur deals because these guys didn't need to go after the talent and get it because now a guy like RJ can stay in the class a lot longer, you know? Um, and, and, yeah, I agree with all JT's points, you know, they they were making good money. That was also when social media was like really becoming a prevalent thing. And I think all those, you know, Ricky never had to deal with the backlash of social media when he was winning. And I think that is something that weighed on maybe a guy like Dungey. Um, just all the all everything that comes with the pressure of trying to be the winner every single weekend. So, um, and then yeah, I, I agree with JT. Like guys like Dino and Brayton. Like, what else are they going to do? They make great money racing a motorcycle. Do we think that? And I think they. It is, but let me ask you guys. Do you think the Tomac, Roxon, Anderson are making Villapoto, Dungey salaries? Not total money because they're one no. more, but are no. they making the OE, no. the same OE? No, they're no. not, right? No. So you're looking at that, and they don't have that tons of money, what JT was saying, about like, hey, I yeah, got $30 life's, million in the And bank. life's more expensive now. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. I have a follow-up question. Go ahead, JT. Oh, no, go ahead, JT. I was going to say, I think I think Tomac and a few guys are making the same as, like, Dunge were, but I don't yeah. think anybody's making what Stu, Ricky, Chad were, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah, those guys, I mean, they're flying yeah. private and all kinds of – it was different. Yeah, okay, go ahead, Matthew. Um, so then how do you guys think or do you guys foresee a potential 250 riders, like, becoming only 250 class riders uh, with this new role, you know, them not having to be forced to point out? Can we see people like Martin and or RJ just yeah, stay in the yeah. 250 class and then, you know, like, but strategically, like, don't even have a 450 career? Yeah. I Why think, wouldn't well, he? Jeremy yeah. Martin's on his way. I think Jeremy Martin's perfect. If he can make... A hundred to three hundred thousand dollars racing the two fifty class for the next ten years. Why wouldn't he do it? Tell he ain't gonna make okay. that much money at the dealership. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> okay, Matthew. Thanks for answering the question. You guys. want a pair of hundred percent goggles, Matthew? Oh, I'll take it, man. That Glen Helen dirt it really. Uh, oh yeah, all right. Destroys yeah, that, that it will. <laughs> Stay on hold. We'll get them to you. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a nice uh, day. Thank you, JT. Before we let you go, give us your winners in Oakland. I'll go six, Sexton finally getting it done. Um, I, I just think he's due, and uh, I'm I'm a believer there. As much as people are going to, you know, I know Ricky and James are really wondering if he's going to get it done. I I just believe a little bit more. And then uh, 250, I, yeah, why would I not pick Jet? Of course I would pick Jet. Yeah, probably probably uh, well said. All right, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Uh, we'll talk okay, to you soon. See you guys. All right, see you. That's Fly Racing's own Jason Thomas on the uh, – reporter today 100 percent guys by the way clayton the guy from 100 percent was just in on monday night telling us about his tattoos uh as a san diego based company the 100 brand has been synonymous with american motocross since the 1980s 100 percent has been linked to many iconic moments that have helped build the sport of modern moto today the brand awareness in motocross you can see the influences cross over to downhill mountain bike bmx moto gp mlb snowboarding and more 100 percent is a generation of racers asking themselves the original tagline how much effort do you give 
100percent.com for more information on that. Thank you to those guys. Paul Parabinos from Renthal in here. Uh, how's everything at Renthal? How, how are we doing? Everything's good at Renthal. Yeah. Um, yeah, came up this week for the AIM show, obviously, just to kind of see what maybe trends are starting to pop up within the industry. I wanted to watch a couple important presentations. The MIC board spoke on, like, the state of the industry. So um, really good to hear insight from the from the higher-ups at the OEMs, like Derek Brooks at Yamaha and Savino at Honda. Um, Heinz at KTM, those guys always have a lot of good insight as to what we can expect um, in the motorcycle industry to come, what we've been through. So, um, yeah, it's uh, the industry is very much in a flux of change right now, right? Everyone's talking about how do we retain those COVID customers that we that we got through COVID. So, um, I would say the industry as a whole is readjusting back to pre-COVID levels. And um, and yeah, I just uh, I came to kind of yeah put my eyes on a bunch of things and see. Yeah, where you know that's part of my job at Renthal too. I'm not just the giveaway guy. I you know I believe my job is to make sure that Renthal grows every year, and um, my segment um, specifically the off-road segment. So uh, yeah, I was just also looking for ideas. No, right, I got a new Taser coming, so I might have to hit up you at Renthal stems and bars. So we'll, just, you know, we, it will shave seconds off the laptop. Absolutely yep. fantastic. <clears throat> uh, also. Um, Big things coming for you guys. You're doing another special thing coming. We are so, doing a yeah. special thing. It'll be later this year yep. at a Supercross near you. Yep. And uh, I'm going to come to the Pulp Show the uh, Monday afterwards. After. All right. So, Fantastic. Yeah. You'll drop off a bunch of them to give away. Maybe, maybe. we'll have maybe. some cool stuff right. to give away that day. Uh, Fly Race and Moto 60 Show. we got a few minutes left here. Paul Perbino, some rent all in. Um, i got more 450 questions, but we got a lot more some phone calls. But let me ask you this. So you worked at Pro Circuit for a long time, uh, won a championship with Dean Wilson. You know that team and that Mitch Payton inside and out, and you still have friends there to this day. It's unbelievable what has happened to Mitch Payton this year and his team. And they picked up Mumphy as a fill-in, and now he's hurt. Uh, Chris Blose was off the couch, and I would say a little underwhelming of the two races. He'll be better, but a little underwhelming for his two races. Uh, Shimoda out, Hammaker out, uh, Forkner out, um, McAdoo absolutely destroyed himself the last time we saw him on the track, so I don't know how he's doing. Um, this is unbelievable run for Mitch Payton right now, and you got to feel for him. It, it is extremely just bad luck, black cloud, darkest of the dark, lowest of the low. Like, it, it's when it rains, it pours. And, I mean, it's been it's been rough going over there, it seems like, for the last decade almost, right? Like, everything has one switched. One championship, right, in the uh, last little while. Yeah, AC's yeah. been the last one, right? No, I, Hill. Hill okay, Hill. So, yeah. and, and and when I, when I worked at Pro Circuit, we won our championship every single year I was there. Yeah, we ate. Yeah. I mean, I remember in 2011 we had pizza. I want to say because you always get pizza at yeah. Pro Circuit when you win. Yeah. Of 31 races, we probably had pizza 26 times. Yeah, like <laughs> outdoors, we won every single weekend, right? Yeah. Um. So it's totally flipped a script and it's different. Um. I hate when I hear people dumb people suggest that oh maybe there's a problem with the motorcycle why these guys are getting hurt give me a break yeah walk out the door you don't know what the hell you're talking about and it's just a bad luck run like there's nothing yeah. wrong with that bike i think that bike has improved drastically in the last year because now bones is back involved he's been working on the chassis working on suspension i think for a while there when they transitioned away from bones the bike did suffer and you know just the the fork lug on that bike and the lower clamp like it's a Bones knows that bike well. He knows settings well. And, and now that he's kind of back part of it, I think their bike has never been better. They were also transitioning some racing staff there. And now Ian, the um, the team manager, is his official title. Um, I think he's developed a great motorcycle. Um, I mean, I know I deal with all these teams now, having having worked on them and, and worked at Pro Taper, I'm sorry, Pro Taper, and now worked at Renthal. 
you get a feel as to how these teams are organized just based on the things that they're ordering and how they're reacting to things. Some guys are chasing things all year and, and pro circus, not chasing things like they're, they're organized. They just, they have really good athletes on paper. Like they have great guys and they just need them to be healthy. It's just bad luck. You know, I saw a stat though. Um, not that long ago that in the last, whatever number of years, five years, whatever number of years it was pro circuit only had a few less wins than star racing. They actually had a lot of wins. Of course. No championships. Not the championships, right? Yeah. So they have riders that can win races, and it's just bad shit happens, and they've been losing championships. And this year might be the worst. You know, Peyton has has uh, told me the last two weeks no post race interview. He just, just doesn't want to do it. I don't blame. He doesn't him. want to What's talk. He have to talk right. about. No, I know. How do you talk about Chris Bloss getting thirteenth? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he probably um, doesn't want to go to the race. No, it's been so <clears throat> bad for him, and. Uh, I don't know. I, I think Forkner needs a change. I think that screams a change for me. And I think Hammerker has never been able to stay healthy. This is a little weird with Joe. Joe's been good for the most part. Um, and then, you know, yeah, the, the Mumford thing, yeah, it, it happens. But I look at each individual instance and I can sort of pinpoint why or what or whatever. And it's all happening at once. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, it, I'm with you on the Forkner thing. Um, I mean, he will be back at Pro Circuit next year, but part of me thinks just if I were if I was his agent or his best friend I'd be like dude do something different like make it make a change like there's just too much history here there's yeah just totally make a change because he is he is has the talent and the pedigree to be a race winner championship winner I think we all know that but he's gone through a lot in his personal life too and that's kind of all happened as you're transitioning from an amateur living at home with your parents to becoming a professional and buying your house and that's a lot of transition that's difficult for people and and he's a small town kid right living in california and it's a little different so mm -hmm. i think he's gone through a lot but i do think he's on the right track and i think he would have been awesome this year in supercross i mean he had a great off season he just got incredibly unlucky and it's uh it seems to it can't it it's just won't escape the pc team right now they're, they're just yeah, getting unlucky it's, you, it's a shame you, you gotta feel for him as many times as they want and as many times as they were the bully <laughs> In yeah. the 50 class, kicking sand in everybody's faces. Uh, at this point, you're like, oh, jeez. It's gnarly. It's it's crazy how the tides have yeah. I mean, I, I, this is, I don't want to make it sound bad against Star, but I remember building my bike in the parking lot and watching the Star guys show up 10 o'clock, <laughs> do grips and graphics, and leave it too. Yeah. They, they, that's not them now, right? Yeah. They're a totally different yeah. team. Yeah. But, but you know, at the time we were like, well, that's why we're winning. You guys aren't. You got to work harder. Yeah. Like, and now they work just as hard as anybody. So, yeah. yep. Um, yeah, it's gnarly. All right, we got some <clears throat> phone calls still to go. Paul Parabinos here. Uh, Jordan, what's up, man? Uh, yeah, I had a future headline. All right, give it to me. Okay, El Hombre's probation was persuaded by Cali in regaining championship hopes, or maybe Barsha and Whiny Will prompted AMA to deliver probation to El Hombre. <laughs> what the was the first one? The first one's more believable to me. What was the first one? Basically, that Cowie asked for probation. Oh, yeah. They're both a little unbelievable, but I'll go with the first one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cowie's like, hey, just give the guy probation so we can at least stop doing dumb things. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go, I'll go with that one, Jordan. Good one, though. Thank you, man. Sweet. Thanks. Uh, yeah. We you know our buddy Will, and we love Will. Yeah. We're in, like, three group texts with Will. Yeah. He was... I'm, not, I'm not speaking to Will right now. Oh, you're not? Yeah. Okay. He didn't. He went bicycling the other day and didn't invite me, so okay. I'm trying to be well, mad at him. As happy as Will is, he was the maddest I think I've ever seen him after Tampa. Between Barsha and Moseman. And I, mean, I know he's not working with Barsha, but he's still on the team. Sure. Uh, he, he was very upset. And I think he was upset because both riders just kind of put themselves in situations that allowed themselves to get knocked down. Yeah, I mean. I mean, it was just a bad night, right? I mean, he's working with Barsha. He still trains Barsha. Yeah. No, he doesn't train Barsha. He doesn't train Barsha. The team trainer doesn't train Barsha. No. 
Team I, trainer trains Colt Nichols. I disagree. I think he trains Barsha. No, he doesn't. He doesn't train Barsha. No, he has nothing to do with Barsha. I, I still don't believe you. Okay. Right. <laughs> I just wrote a story about it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, it's weird that he goes over to the Honda truck and works with a guy. Well, I thought, that, I thought that's like his additional thing. No. He's training the team. No. And then he's Mo- also doing it's Moseman, that. Pierce, and Nichols. Oh, okay. Um, all right. Different. Anyways, yeah. Anyways, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. What'd they show up and get? Well, they got knocked down, both of them. And not really due to their own their own deals, you know. Okay, but, so yeah. yeah, they they went all the way to Tampa and they got an eighth and a seventh. Yeah, yeah that sucks. <laughs> that sucks. I'd be pissed too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He was. Um, all I, right. I, I shouldn't say that sucks. Obviously, this is a professional sport, and that's a top ten's great. But for that team, the money they spend, the work they do, the riders they have, the potential they have, that sucks. Yeah. yeah. No, you're you're right about that. Uh, Plum Creek funding, by the way, if you're looking to purchase a home in 2023, if you're a first time buyer or investor, vacation home. Tits probably has a vacation home. I, I, he does. I, yeah. he's, no, he's, I have two. <laughs> uh, Plum Creek Funding has programs to suit your needs. You already own a home. Looking to pull cash out? Contact Zach at PlumCreekFunding.com. Z-A-C-H at PlumCreekFunding.com. Over 25 years of experience. They can do, uh, they can do this um, uh, in 12 different states now as well. So reach out to Zach. Tell him you listen to Pulp, and uh, he'll give you a deal maybe. Uh, yeah. Good, uh, good mortgage company. PlumCreekFunding.com. He's helped me before. Oh, has he? Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Great dude. Uh, Jared, what's up, man? Hey, Steve, Paul. I had a lot of things on my mind, and like, you, t- you touched on one of them, which was like, I noticed that Kawasaki has definitely had a green curse. Like, I, don't, I don't think it's just the Pro Circuit crew either. It seems to be the 450s as well. Uh, but what I what I really wanted to call in about though is like I really think that there's like the view of motocross for me is like it's kind of wide open right now. Like I feel like we're going through some kind of transition where I know you always say that like we're never going to be like a mainstream sport. Maybe we won't be, but I really think there's some huge opportunities that are going on right now. Do you feel like that? No, I don't, Paul. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I think the optimistic part of me is is excited that our sport will be presented to viewers over TV in the same platform all year long. I think that's exciting. Maybe that can help keep people involved. But, yeah, as far as growth or within the industry, no. No, I, I, I don't foresee no. a whole I mean, the no. Peacock thing is great. It's positive, but we've been there before. It's not nothing new on that. Yeah. And having Feld and MX Sports working together is great and positive. Yeah. But we're not... We are what we are. And that's just so. a part of it. Like, what you see on TV and the professional racing side of things, that's not the entire motorcycle industry, too. Like, there's, you know, uh, I just, no, I, I, I think we're very niche. We've been niche for a very long time, and we will likely continue to be niche. Yeah. From, from an outside point of view, I really feel like the, the competition the, with the World Supercross coming along, and then there's, like, all these, there's the other rags that are coming along that, just weren't there before. I know it's a small, small start, but I really feel like it could develop into something to where just, just the competition between the two series is going to create something. Yeah, yes and no, but at the same time, you know, there's only so many people in the world that can go through whoops, and that's why it's a struggle for Mitch Payton to find somebody to ride his bike even right now. So. I, I don't I don't know I think um, I think it'll be interesting to see how the world supercross model works I think the big problem with their model is is trying to keep guys the same guys healthy at every single round and showing up and filling the gate so I don't know we'll see I, 
I, I don't know how much. Yeah, for sure. Obviously, it's competition and it and it's lit lit a fire maybe under the promoters here. So it's definitely not a bad thing. So I, I, the optimistic part of me, though, yeah, I agree with you. I think it's we're an exciting time. Hey, one, one last question, Steve. Uh, this is for you. I, this goes back a little bit. You know when you're you were talking about getting in the ring with uh, Ken Roxon. Oh yeah, yeah. You made a joke about that. Yep, <laughs> yep. Yeah. So. Has, I'm just thinking somebody's had to mention this to you. Like, wouldn't it be great to get you and the gypsy in the ring? Because I know he would be loathing just like... I don't want to fight the gypsy. I don't want to fight the gypsy guy. Why, 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 <laughs> no, I'm not that yeah. for like a real fight. But yeah, you know, yeah. It'd be, kinda, it'd, be a, it'd be fun to watch. I'm, okay. I'm not saying that. I'm just wondering, has anybody ever mentioned it even no. in the industry? No. Because he's like, he's big time into that. MMA stuff. So ah, well then if he if he if he's into that, he's gonna destroy me. I don't know anything about that. I boxed one time. It was, no, really, no. It was super tiring. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, thanks, man. Thank All you. Right. Appreciate okay, it. Yeah. Thanks. I'm gonna get into a ring with the gypsy. Yeah. What? What? No one wants to see people fight. I mean, I I guess people do. I don't no, people watch, do. I don't I've watch UCF. Have you ever though. seen the you know, the yeah, Twitter of people in, at, at, at football games? People do want to watch it. No, that's true. Uh, Hammy, what's up, man? <clears throat> Uh, yeah, I heard Max Dancy say something about Marty doing the motors. Is he talking about Marty Davalos? Yeah, and, bro. <laughs> Marty. Um, yeah, does he have, like, a motor background? I was wondering why we haven't, like, dug more into this, or is he well, just, like, doing mapping? So, yeah, he, I, I asked around of this because I was like, what? I was told he's doing the motors. I'm like, hold on. Building well, them or developing he's them? He's building and developing them. He's dynoing them, you know, so he's putting the cams in. He's putting the pistons in and running a dyno, which is still cool and impressive. Sure. Yeah. But he's not building that's them per se, right? Like, he's not the one that's oh. saying, here's here's the compression of the piston. Here's the uh, here's the cam profile we want to use. And But how much is know? that team, a team like that, really getting into stuff, right? Like, they're yeah. just plug they're just plug and playing cams. Like, they're not doing cam timing and all kinds of shit themselves, I'm guessing. I would think they're doing cam timing, but may, maybe not. I don't know, but anyways, but 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 good for Marty. He's apparently he's yeah. working his balls off and he's dynoing and he's all in. So yeah, yeah. I'm, which is the the that's the common fiber in Marty. He's going to give you his full effort, and that's why he's an awesome person. Does he lose the front end on the dyno? Do you oh, think? He probably does. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when he's loading it, when he's loading it. <laughs> uh, thanks, Hammy. Yeah, Marty, big part of that team, and yeah, NC gave him a lot of uh, credit in, in a awesome. lot of interviews. You know what I mean? Hard so, work pays off. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, let's go to Justin on three. He's got a Deegan question. You knew that was coming. Yeah. What's up, Justin? Yeah, I know we're going to Oakland and all that, but um, do we see Vial and Deegan basically battling out for that 5-3 the rest of the way? And the second part of that is um, now that he's actually a pro and no longer on a 85, B-class, amateur, whatever, do we drop the – the danger boy because it's kind of it's kind of tacky going into the pro. yeah i mean whatever I'm no way boy. he should be a danger boy until becomes a danger man really yeah okay. oh, I mean, like live your age. brand hey, danger boy 40 years old coming I, around yeah i think he'll be the danger boy until he is in the 450 class i think look I, i've said this on the show on monday he, he's really impressive you don't fake what he's been doing uh, he's got a lot of heart. He's got a lot of fitness. He's got a lot of speed and skill. He's still loose. He's going to have a bad race. Uh, it's coming. Uh, but him and Vial are both right there, top five guys. But yep. but honestly, it's so cool to see, like, a rookie take. You know what I mean? Like, take, like, like a rookie oh, yeah. show up and have instant success. How yep. long has it been since we've had it? Like, it's been a long time. 
Yeah, it's probably you know that's Forkner AC. I don't yeah, know, yeah, but like right. like I think it's awesome AC, to see yeah. that he's this close, this good. Um, I think when you compare him to Vial, I think they have two totally different mindsets, especially when it comes to Supercross season. Like I think Vial wants to get through Supercross, mm -hmm. and I'm contending for an outdoor title is the Vial plan. Yep. Danger Boy is like. I just want a heat race. I want to try to lead some laps. Maybe he can whole shot a main. Maybe yeah. he can try to get a trophy. Like, there's so many boxes he can continue to tick. But yeah. but his goal needs to be the same, too. Not get injured and, and do all the yeah. races. And, and he will con – I mean, it's you, really exciting to see. The cool thing with Danger, though, that I see – Oh, you're just calling him Danger. Yeah. The cool whatever. thing Danger. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Hayden, 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 he's fit. Yeah. Oh, he yeah. had like that that, yeah. that there's that piece that I know I never was able to do it and I'm I was very shitty but there's that piece from going to doing 20 minutes to doing 35 minutes that a lot of people can never 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 achieve yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. And Danger can he keeps coming the entire moto and I think that's going to really show outdoors as well. I'm alarmed that you're just calling him Danger. We know who we're talking about, well, though, okay, right? When right. I say danger, you know who I'm talking about. Well, it's not about. a cartoon character. He's just Hayden. He's got a name. Well, he's okay. also... So, like, you said, you said Vial is, like, he's kind of just trying to get through it. So, is he doing this well just because past championships and getting really good starts and all that? You think that's why he's doing uh, so well I, now, even though he wants to just yeah. get outdoors? Well, yeah. I mean, he's a world champion, a two-time world champion. So, I think, <laughs> I think his adaptation to Supercross and is showing that his ability, you know, his world championship is, is showing him he can, you know, gives him the ability to be in the top 10, in the 250 Supercross class already when he has like no experience. So, um, but yeah, I know that's the goal for KTM is just to make sure he gets through Supercross so he can be an outdoor contender. But I think, you know, he's, he's French and we've seen a lot of good French guys come over here and be Supercross champions. So I, I mean, obviously that's going to be his goal to be better at that next year, but um, I think for his first year, yeah, he just wants to make sure he gets through everything. Awesome. Thank cool. you, guys. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, it's um, it's really impressive by both of those guys. I think Vial, one thing that the guys who come over, they're, they don't get a lot of track time. They don't get a lot of time to learn the track. They're at a bit of a disadvantage to guys who've been going Red Bud for five years. Yeah. So that's going to hold it back a little bit. But I look for Vial to be an instant top five or podium guy outdoors. I agree. I, I think he's the real deal, right? Yeah. Bike's good, uh, all of that. So Yeah, like him, Shimoda, Justin Cooper, if Forkner can get back in time. Yes, the Hunter. Hunter. The Hunter, Shoot, yep. I forgot yep. about Hunter. Yeah, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> We're yeah. in for a great one. Absolutely. Fly Racing Moto 60 Show. Uh, Paul Parabino's here in studio. Thank you to the folks at Vertex Pistons, by the way. Uh, Vertex provides the highest quality aftermarket replacement and performance kits for the power sports industry. They got engine rebuild kits, piston kits, gasket kits, and more. Uh, manufactured in Italy as well. Vertex is also an industry leader in manufacturing high performance gaskets made in the USA. For dirt bikes, ATV, UTV, snowmobiles, and personal watercrafts, get 100% Plum Creek funding, decal works, Maxis, all on board here, as well as Fly Racing, flyracing.com. Get your local dealer. Get it at um, uh, motorsport.com as well. Thanks to those guys. So we're picking back up on the West. Uh, the last time we left, uh, Jet Lawrence was uh, uh, doing pretty, pretty well on this. Um, he didn't manage to win the Triple Crown, but uh, Hampshire is giving him a little bit of trouble. McAdoo, we think, will be pretty much back to 100% after his – you know, a few weeks off after that uh, yeah, gnarly crash. So, yeah. so, should we just look for that again? Are we looking looking for that? I mean, I I, I want to hope and see that Kitchen can keep going. Yep, Kitchen won the Triple Crown. Um, no no wins to get it, but he was consistent. Maybe that's going to give him a good kind of uh, yeah confidence boost. Um, and it's uh, yeah, but how do you not deny that Jet's going to be yeah. there? I mean, I I don't know. I think there's less excitement, less to talk about in this class just because. I just really don't see anyone taking it from Jet. Phil? 
Yeah, Phil could maybe do that. Had the light on. (laughs) I forgot he led laps with this gravedigger lights. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, How come every time I bring up Phil leading laps, people laugh? I don't. Maybe it was the lights, or I don't know. I remember texting you during that race. I was so mind boggled. Like, what the (laughs) hell is wrong with his bike? So so was I until I got Dude. the scoop from Wygant. Yeah, yeah and yeah. he's just like I don't know. Great Wygant figure. was at home in Charlotte and filling filling us in on what the what the what the deal was. At least somebody knew. Yeah, no. I was puzzled. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> uh, we gave away the Formula CP helmet. We gave away the hundred percent goggles. Thanks to those guys as well for uh, for stepping up. So Roxon, not so good in Houston. Fourth place this week. Pulled away from Eli. I think the Triple Crown in Dallas will be a dangerous race for him. He's good at these. Where are we at with Roxon? He still he told me, you know, got a little bit of a clutch issue on the bike, didn't get the test suspension as much as he wanted to. FC guys were busy. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I said in December, we're going to hear Kenny talk about how he's not comfy on the bike because he got a late start, and that's what we're hearing. Yeah, I mean, I think it's I think we knew that there would be development there, and um, I mean, he's still like in the mix, like he's still pretty dang close considering what, how you know this little bit amount of time on the bike and all the learning curves that are happening over there but um i mean does he like what are you asking does he get a win i mean yeah so i think he still does i don't know i guess i don't know okay i said earlier that yeah. he wouldn't i said it was just before guys so i guess i should not yeah. talk out of both sides of my mouth but yeah but uh, injuries always play a, a huge factor right so like when if we're if we're sitting here week 16 and there's a bunch of guys that are hurt, and Kenny's still out there. Then, obviously, my feeling changes. So, um, what's what's Christian Craig's uh, what's his highest result this year? Oof, I don't know. That's he's again, getting better. Like his seventh fastest in qualifying. That's a step. Yeah, up, starting step to ahead. show some speed, yeah. and and I keep hearing that he's awesome during the week. So he just has to right. bring it on the weekend. So um, I don't know, man. But it's hard. Like it, Ooh. it's really hard. Like you're asking him to beat a bunch of guys he's pretty much never beat in his life. Yeah. Right. Well, outdoors. Outdoors. He was yeah. great outdoors. Yep. You're right. Yep. But, I mean, dude, this class is hard and um, really hard. And and the first year, is it's hard to find success the first year. It's extremely rare. And I think we're starting to see AP figure it out, and it's taken two, three, yeah. four years. I would expect the same thing from Christian. Yeah. So I think we should watch our expectations a little bit. Um, I think if he can continue to finish in the top ten and go to all 17 races, that's great. Because this class is hard. Yeah. I, we were making a joke or, or saying it like – there's no doubt uh, on a week – in the course of a weekday, he's probably faster than Cooper Webb here and there, right? We've sure. heard that, right? Sure. And then he's got lapped by Cooper Webb, and he's probably just like, fuck my life. There's like, just so much to learn. I just beat learn. this dude like on he, Wednesday. He's yeah. only been – you know, I'll just speak for this year. He's only been in six, you know, five main events where he's really gotten to see how the track changes in that difference between the 12 – how long is a uh, 250 main event? 15 minutes. Between that 15 minutes, that 20-minute mark, yeah. that five minutes I think is a – extremely extremely hard thing to learn and can and to do consistently every single week and i think we undervalue how difficult it is right uh give me your winners for oakland sexton and, and uh jet just following jt i'm those are my choices okay they just happen to be the same as okay. jt's uh <laughs> all right well that was that's round two yeah how how weird though or how convenient is it that cooper gets to now go into a race following a race win where if he had won Tampa in the normal schedule, we're going on a weekend off. I feel like this is a really good thing for Cooper to keep the ball rolling. Yeah. Like, right. Let's go hit him yeah. again. Right. Yeah. We've, it's only been seven days since I smoked all you guys. Let's go do it again <laughs> instead of, you know, 14 or 21 days, whatever it would have been. But yeah. Yeah. So. I, I, I agree. Uh, all right, everybody. That's a, that's a wrap on fly race and moto 60 show for another week. 
Paul, thank you. Renthal.com. Thanks for coming in. Studio. Sure. Fantasy Pod is coming up. Tits, I mean. Stay for fantasy. No, thanks. You you brought it <laughs> I again. the offer, though. You raise it to a new yeah, level. Every single week. Every week. Yep. And, and so it's just it's amazing to see. Thank you. I tried. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks to our sponsors. Thanks to Paul Barbinos for coming in studio. Jason Thomas as well. See you next week.